The school of dancing was in North London. Outside it looked just an ordinary house, rather big perhaps for the shabby neighbourhood to which it belonged. But it was anything but ordinary to the neighbours, who knew that in it were trained Mrs Wintle's little wonders. Cora Wintle had danced on the stage. She had never got beyond the chorus, for though she danced well, she did not have a good figure, nor was she pretty. But she had loved the life, and had found it hard to give it up when she had fallen in love and married an artist called Tom Lennox. Tom was a good painter, but a poor earner of money. Tom and Cora had been married about a year when they had a baby. She was a little girl, and they christened her Dulcie. It was after Dulcie was born that Cora saw that if she was to bring the child up properly, she must have more money than Tom was likely to earn. That was when she had her big idea. Why should she waste her dancing talent? She was getting old for chorus work and anyway she could not be away from home, but why should she not teach others to dance? Cora was a person who usually by determination got her own way. If she had not been that type, she would never have got into any chorus, for she was usually turned down at sight. But she had refused to be beaten and had worn managements down by her persistence until they had said, Engage Cora Wintle. I'm tired of saying no. The dancing school had its start two days after Cora had first thought of it. She was out shopping with Dulcie when by mistake she pushed the perambulator into a passerby, a woman, not at all young, but fat and cosy-looking. The woman won her way straight to Cora's heart by not being at all angry about the perambulator hitting her in the stomach, but instead being rapturous about Dulcie. Oh, what a little love, she said in a warm, purry voice. I've looked after many a baby in my time, but I never saw a prettier. That conversation led to a cup of tea in a shop. There is nothing like a cup of tea for telling things. In no time, Cora was explaining about Tom not earning much and her dream of a dancing school. I was well-trained myself, and I would see any child that came to me was well-trained. I shall call myself Wintle, as that's how I'm known in the theatre. Tom won't mind. The stranger, whose name was Miss Purser, then told Cora about herself. I've been a children's nanny since I was a slip of a girl, but now, provided I can be with children, I might give it up. My ship's come in, so to speak, only I wish it hadn't the way it has. One of my babies, the Honourable George Point, maybe you read of it in the papers. Eaten by a shark he was. Goodness, said Cora, a shark! Just fancy, and him an honourable too. Miss Purser shook her head. No respecter of persons, sharks aren't. Well, when the will was read, it was found he'd left his old nan a little money and a house. Bless him. In North London, the house is. Not a nice part, and a great barrack of a place. 